Hey there, kings, queens, and non-binary royalty. Welcome to Knowledgeable Nerds with me, your host, Blaze. Sorry about the really short podcast last week. I was a little short on time. Hopefully, this week's podcast will be longer because I'm going into a writer's rant about characters. I mean, I wouldn't really call it a rant, but it's going to be me talking rather passionately about character types and how to change them. Yeah, who am I kidding? It's a rant. I don't think I need a disclaimer for this week, so let's just go. Every piece of media has characters. There are natural things stories need. If there were no characters, there would be no plot. Thus, I've noticed a lot of the same characters popping up everywhere. Character gangs, if you will. Little groups within the big group that is their piece of media. You get the picture. And today, I'm going to be diving into some of these little groups. Actually, I do have a disclaimer. This is in no way attacking the pieces of media these characters are from, or their creators. This is just me and my opinions on characters. Let's go. Okay, let's get this group out of the way first. The Mary and Gary Sues. They can do no wrong! And it's so infuriating. Now, I'm guilty of writing a Mary Sue myself. Her name was Nancy, and she was a wonderful character that was gifted to me, and I completely failed her. I gave her no depth, and that is exactly what these Mary and Garys have. No depth. Some examples are any old Disney princess or prince ever, Buffy Summers from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Riley, also from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You have no idea how hard it was to think of a third option that was male. And that leads me on to one of my many problems with these characters. They're almost always female. I'm someone who finds women very, very attractive, and even I can admit that they're not perfect. Far from it, in fact. They're human. Anyway, moving back to the point. Just because you have a female main character who is not a love interest, doesn't mean you have to make them perfect. Actually, scratch that. Just because you have a female main character doesn't mean they're perfect. They're not. Main characters are there because we're learning about this story through their eyes, and they're someone we can relate to. Having a Mary or Gary Sue as a main character is uninteresting and actually a little undermining. If it's a Mary Sue, which it mostly is, they're this perfect image of what a woman should be. They're usually naive, gentle, meek, and have never done anything wrong in their life. You're saying that this is what all girls should be like, but when it is really not. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, on to how to fix a Mary or Gary Sue. Give them one tiny little imperfection to start with and then give them another and another and another until you have a character with depth could be anything an unreasonable fear a prejudice or something maybe they could be strong-headed and stubborn and that leads to conflict within the story it's a good way to advance the story and also to stop your characters from being perfect next we've got the bad kid turned good slash the good kid turned bad some examples are sandy in greece Bender in The Breakfast Club, and Han in Star Wars. Now, depending on the writing, this character can be very good and compelling, or very much the opposite. Take Sandy, for example. She changes herself entirely for a boy she met on summer holidays, who happens to go to the same school as her instead of, I don't know, talking to him. That is a bad way of writing a good kid turned bad. Bender and Han are both examples of bad kids turned good, and they're written pretty well. They both still keep what made them bad in the first place, while still being better than they were. One more than the other. As I said before, this is by no means a bad character type. It is very fun to read or see, 
and it's quite engaging to see a character go through a minor redemption arc throughout the film or book. But bad writing can ruin these characters. An easy way to show and know that a character is going to become better than they are is to add little moments here and there when writing them that shows that they've got good inside. Maybe little gestures or lines that aren't too out of character but are still kind. Sorry about that little beep, that was my watch telling me that it was, indeed, the hour. Now we've got the creepy love interest. For examples, see any Disney prince ever, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Edward Cullen from Twilight. Notice any similarities between these characters? They're all male. That's usually the case with these characters. Picture this, we've got our female protagonist. She's either completely fine on her own, or she's pining after love. Enter this random dude she met in, say, school. Immediately they fall in love and the dude spends the next half an hour of the film stalking her or the like. That is a creepy love interest. They're usually male, commit crimes that could realistically get you put in jail, and their only saving grace is that the wide audience thinks they're cute. True, the Disney princes of old, old films don't do this, but just look at Snow White's prince. Dude doesn't even get a name, and yet we're meant to be rooting for him and Snow. And in the first song, when Snow's singing to herself, he happens upon her and starts basically harassing her and invading her personal space. As for how you can fix this character, you can't. Stop writing them. Now, please. We're very tired of them. That's all we have time for today, kings, queens, and non-binary royalty. I hope you have you're having slash have had a wonderful day slash night and i will see you next sunday bye and happy valentine's day